What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. First and foremost, ah, the hot girl Meg joining the MCU. The hot girl coach is in the MCU. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, queen. Anyway, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we are in back to school season and the kids are literally out here going back to school, taking pictures and all that jazz. So really quickly, I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Kids, go back to school and crush it. Enjoy your time there. Enjoy being back with your friends. Crush it, crush it, crush it, and make sure that you stay safe at all costs. Same goes for you college students. Do whatever you got to do to stay safe, but also enjoy the heck out of your new experiences to come in college. So, yeah, that's for y'all. And then for those who are graduating, keep at it. You're almost there. It's going to be amazing when you cross the stage and become official. So don't give up. You're almost there. Keep going. You've got this. And when you get to the finish line, celebrate the heck out of it. Got it? Good. Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along. I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you new to life tips? Well, then, welcome aboard. Do me a favor. Hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. 
If you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. All right, then, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast, and write a review. And also leave a five-star rating. Because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. All right, we're here. We're live. And um, once again, welcome back to academia everyone i know i was a little late with the welcome back to school message but i put it in there it's here so uh we wish you all a prosperous school year and a safe school year there's already been reports of one lockdown but thankfully the shooting did not take place at the school the school was just placed on lockdown because of the uh the nearby shooting. So hopefully we can get through this school year with zero incidents. So, um, yeah, but we're back and we finally, finally have a guest. We're not talking to you guys today. It's, there's a guest. So I'm going to let her do most of the talking, but, um, without further ado, I want to introduce to you all, a connection that I made during the campaign season this year. I met Miss Rosita Stevens-Holsey, and she asked to come on the show a couple weeks later. And um, we both were out campaigning for Walla this summer, who ended up winning. And so uh, that was totally amazing. And uh, so now here we are, we are going to talk about education, realization, and preservation today. So without further ado, I'm going to let Miss Rosita say hello to you all and uh, tell us a little bit about herself. Hello, everyone. I'm pleased to be here this evening. It's my first time talking with Nate Official. 
and uh, first time appearing on his life, please. I'm a retired elementary school teacher. <clears throat> One of the areas of um, my life that I worked in for about 25 years. Mm -hmm. uh, officer and a founder of a nonprofit. And as a retired person, I have spent. Keep going. Keep going. You're fine. Keep going. These things, these things happen when you podcast. You can't edit everything out. These things happen when you podcast. Continue. You're fine. So now, in my new life, I'm um, an author and a speaker. Uh, and more importantly, I'm trying to uplift the life of my aunt, Reverend Dr. Polly Merritt. Um, as an educator, I think it's important that uh, children and young people are exposed to people who can inspire them and who uh, can represent them in many ways. Uh, but Nate wanted me to talk about several other things, so I'm open to that as well. Uh, one of the reasons I'm passionate about my aunt's life is because I, <clears throat> as he mentioned, uh, like to support people who are trying to make the world a better place. And when Nate and I met, we were both interested in the campaign of Walla Begay. My passion uh, and interest has been to find people who are interested in the things that are important to black people, to seniors, uh, to educators, um, especially in this time of political unrest. If someone is interested in supporting um, and being an activist, it's important to have a real passion uh, and ideas about that. What we often do is divide ourselves in too many categories and spread ourselves too thin. But if there's something you're really passionate about, you've never tried, you're not sure how to do it, I think it's important to focus on those areas that you feel this passion for and to look for others who are already involved in that. Um, we can't save the world one person at a time. Um, our day-to-day -day lives are very um, demanding, but each of us can be a social justice warrior it just depends on what our key interests are and how we can go about it. And it doesn't matter if you're young or you're old. Um, just do it. Um, 
a lot of people think that when they uh, want to get involved to improve their community, they've got to be a Martin Luther King or a Nelson Mandela. But you may not see the fruits of your labors, even in your lifetime. But that doesn't stop us from finding things that are important to us and contributing in some way. Wow. Whew. Wow, that was that was powerful. And I think a lot of times uh, people seem to hone in on what they don't like mm -hmm. um, and what's wrong as opposed to thinking about what are the things that they do like what are the things that are important to them? What are the things that are going well in their community or in their professional position or in any kind of community uh, activity they're involved in? And I think that if you <coughs> and, um, concentrate more on those things which are positive, that you can grow and that you can get others involved in, uh, that in itself can be uh, a way into a way in which to contribute to your community. Wow. Whew. Mm -hmm. This year. This year um, what often happens is that um, something happens in your community, on your block, in your neighborhood, and maybe you had never been involved before, but it gets your attention at that time. And you find others who have the same kind of interests and are willing to work with you to um, solve that problem. We had a situation here right in uh, District 6, where I live uh, in Maryland, uh, where we were uh, concerned about what uh, investors wanted to do, investors who wanted to come into our community and build things that we weren't particularly interested in having. But what I learned from that was by banding together with other people who were as interested as I was, uh, we were able to grow a group of people who were willing to work for something that none of us could have accomplished by ourselves. So it goes back to the idiom of uh, numbers can help. Uh, And that led actually to my interest in supporting a candidate who would work for the goals of the people in my community. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by...
What is up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest tea, the GOAT. From over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name Powerfully, Black, and Excellent without the E. We drop new episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not listening to us, what are you doing? Lesson that you can use in almost any um, situation. Don't think you're alone. Find others who will support you. Um, find people that you can work with, of course, and research and find out um, how can you take that situation and uh, change it. One of the other things that was important was it doesn't matter whether you're young or old, you're mm-hmm. on a college campus where you have people who tend to be a little more uh, vocal about mm-hmm. things they don't like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter about your background or your vocation. If you're committed to it and you're willing to work with others, um, you're just as powerful as uh, possibly paid lobbyists or others that you might uh, run into and if you even without a lot of money and resources you can make an impact on your community and make it better that's one of the ways in which I hope um, some of the women who were interested in representing us um, will do so. We've had opportunities for um, the same kinds of politicians to um, represent us. And now it's a new day with uh, new thought, um, many more women. And I'm hoping that that will really make a difference uh, here in my home area. I agree Um, which is where which is where the life of Miss Polly Murray comes in and so if you if you would you know tell us about what she was like and what she brought to the world and and how all this came together well 
I think my aunt, whose name uh, was Anna Pauline Murray, but she called herself Polly, um, is becoming more known now than she was uh, when she was alive. Uh, just to give you a little background, uh, she and her five brothers and sisters were all born in Baltimore, actually in their home. And uh, their mother died uh, when she was about three years old. She was uh, given the opportunity to stay in Baltimore with her siblings or go to Durham, North Carolina uh, with her namesake aunt. They, uh, who stayed in Baltimore, really lived an upper middle life uh, existence. They had most of the um, things that people need and want in their lifetime. They were not uh, concerned about uh, having money, having food on the table, and things of that nature. But my Aunt Polly, who moved to Durham, first of all, um, was living with relatives who did not have the kind of lifestyle their brothers and sisters did because in the South, they were not able to make um, the kind of money that was being made by people in the North. Uh, she lived with two aunts who were school teachers all their lives, uh, who made about $65 a month. Uh, she lived with uh, grandparents who were not, you know, working at the time. So she realized that there was a great bit of difference of opportunity in the South than what she had experienced in Baltimore. But the thing that really changed her and I think made her the person she was, was what we call Jim Crow South. Uh, she found out quick, fast, and in a hurry, even as a three and four year old, that the color of her skin limited what she could do, that um, she couldn't go to certain restaurants, that she, she had uh, unequal educational uh, opportunities. The schools for people who were called colored at the time uh, were cast off in old dilapidated buildings. The books that they used had been used previously by students in uh, white schools, and they didn't have the same uh, opportunities. She used to walk three miles to school because she refused to sit in the back of the bus. She, um, if she were going somewhere because she knew she couldn't go in restaurants as she grew up, um, she would make lunch and carry it herself so that she wouldn't be insulted by being sent to the back of the restaurant or not being waited on. So these were the kinds of experiences that she had. And she was determined when she finished high school to get out of the South and move to the North, her concept of the North, where there were uh, freedoms and what have you. So when she got to New York to go to Hunter College, 
she wasn't accepted because in New York you had to go to school for 12 grades and graduate. But in Durham, colored people only went to school for 11. So she was automatically at a disadvantage because she had not had certain classes that you would have if you were in school in the 12th grade. But she was a very determined person. And they told her, in fact, looking at her transcript, she needed two years of high school in order to be admitted. She completed two years in one and uh, did fantastically in terms of the grades and was admitted to Hunter. At that time, where I think there were only four of them. So she finished Hunter and she um, hit many other brick walls, but she just never gave up. And eventually she was uh, given a scholarship to Howard Law School. And Howard Law School, she was quite excited to, to join um, with the class and be a part of it because she thought, I'm with my people. I won't be, uh, I won't experience Jim Crow. But she was the only female in the class. So the boys or the young men who happened to be also of her race and the professors just trivialized things that she said or questions that she asked because she was a female. And they wondered, why are you here? Why are you going to spend this time becoming a lawyer? You're not going to be able to get a job. That is just the kind of energy that she needed to make sure she did her very best. So after her junior year in law school, she was the top person in her class of all the males. But they refused to give her the benefit. She was supposed to preside over the court of peers. They refused to because she was female. And at the year, at the end of her senior year, she was also the top student in her class. So they, or when she went into the senior year. So they did have to, or did decide to allow her to have that privilege. But, um, at the end of her time at Howard, uh, each student had to write a thesis, and she wrote a thesis um, about separate but equal, which was a part of the Constitution. She used that as her paper. She got an A. She left. Um, as the top student at Howard, she would, would have been given a free scholarship to Harvard Law School in Massachusetts and uh, she applied but she hit another brick wall. She was um, not accepted because of her gender. Now it wasn't her race but she was a female and Harvard did not accept females. She had to move on. She could not uh, get in. She was um, even had President Roosevelt even wrote a letter uh, asking for her to be um, accepted at his alma mater. And they said, no, they don't accept women. Uh, so she moved on. She did get her master's. 
at Berkeley in California. And then uh, she went to Yale and she was the first woman, the first African-American to get a doctorate in law from Yale University Law School. But as a female and because she was black, she had a hard time really getting good paying jobs like white male attorneys would get. But she didn't let that stop her. She just did uh, what her passion was to help people. She was a labor organizer. She was a professor at uh, Brandeis. And she used her skills in other ways, including um, writing poetry, writing uh, short stories, and writing what we would call it in our time, op-eds. So if something didn't please her, she was very upset that President Roosevelt uh, didn't stop lynching. She thought the president of the most powerful country in the world could uh, make that happen. And President Roosevelt needed the governors and the politicians from the South to keep him in office. So he was not interested in demanding that lynching be stopped in the South. She was very upset about that. And so she wrote many letters to him and to Eleanor Roosevelt uh, about that, um, criticizing the president's uh, policies or lack of backbone in terms of um, not giving that the kind of attention it could it should get. Stay ready. Always 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 stay ready. You ready, you ready, you ready, you ready, you 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 ready, you ready, you ready, you ready, you you ready, you ready, you ready, you ready, you 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 ready, you ready, you ready, you ready, you you Hey. Hey. 
question, poll, question, poll, ay, ay, yes sir, ay, ay, yes sir, ay, ay, yes sir, there's a question and a poll at the end of the episode, episode, at the end of the episode, at the end, end, the 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 end of the episode. Hey, y'all, real quick. I need your help. So, um... Listener support is now active for Life Tips Podcast. So, if you love this podcast, please, please, please give to support future episodes of the show. No amount is too great or too small. It would really mean a lot to me if you all would help support the podcast and get this show where it needs to be moving forward so again if you're really just into this show and you look forward to episodes every single week drop something in the support channel drop something in the support button you can click on it really means a lot to me and it'll go towards future episodes being produced all right cool Back to the show. Because Roosevelt became uh, friends. Eventually. Mm. And as a result of that, um, it did open up some doors for her. And it opened up a door for me. That was one of the things that um, I asked my aunt to... um, do for me for graduation to take me to the first lady's home in New York mm. and meet her. And so that's been one of those uh, most memorable occasions in my life mm. uh, and has inspired me. And I think it, it goes back to activism that anyone can do it. My aunt really got involved in activism by using the power of her words, writing prose, writing short stories, writing articles to any paper, any magazine that would accept them. She sent them here, there, and everywhere. And uh, and people began to uh, read them and to uh, support her. She also, it turned out that that paper she had written as her thesis when she was at Howard Law School was the very foundation of what Thurgood Marshall and the NAACP used to win uh, Brown versus the Board of Education. She didn't get any credit for it at the time. Her professor, um, who was on that team, of the NAACP uh, did not uh, have her name on the brief, but uh, it has 
been uh, found and documented that uh, Thurgood Marshall and that team used her theories. Uh, even in the movie uh, about Thurgood Marshall, it was uh, mentioned. And I also had the distinct pleasure of um, hearing Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm. uh, at a Howard University program honoring my aunt tell the entire auditorium that um, she used Polly Murray's legal theory, uh, theories and that um, for her um, time before the Supreme Court, before she was adjusted, a, a justice, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg won Reed versus Reed with Aunt Polly's theories. Mm. Each of us in our own way can make a difference in the world. And, and um, when I'm autographing my book about my aunt, I always put a little statement to people um, that each of us can be a social justice warrior. There's some way in which we can help make the world better. And uh, again, we may not see the fruits of our labors during our own lifetime, but it helps. And others will join you if they see what you're doing is meaningful. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how can we how can those who are listening get involved and support what's going on you know get the book and um, you know really begin to truly understand you know the legacy of your aunt? Well, the book is called um, Polly Murray, The Life of a Pioneering Feminist and a Civil Rights Activist. And throughout her life, even though she was an attorney, it, at, near the end of her life, she became <clears throat> the first African-American priest in the uh, Episcopal Church. Mm. Uh, she was also, as I mentioned, a labor organizer. She even ran for public office and she um, wrote some historical books and has a book of poetry. But she also found time for her passion. And her passion was to help people to um, instill and though she meant that the, uh, we're all humans, we all deserve the same freedoms, the same opportunities, um, that, that our skin color should not determine our destiny. And so she worked for that all her life, um, through her writings, through her speeches, um, and once she became a priest near the end of her life um, through her sermons. So each of us um, can look at what, what makes us either worry about what's going on 
or what do we see that we feel inspires us and so i always say follow the positive find that thing that you have a passion for that thing that uh, you would like to see multiply and see how you can do that um, there are many ways to find others who are doing the same that that you might like to do and to join them and as long as you feel good about what they're doing or what the group's doing then you know continue with it if you see that um, it's not going the way you think it could be reevaluate uh, my aunt was one of the co-founders of now the national organization for women and uh, she was very passionate about that but after a few years she realized that they weren't really interested in promoting minority women mm -hmm. that they were more interested in the problems of white women and so she moved on she wanted to find something that she could really be passionate about but i'm proud to say that um, the national women uh, national organization for women are very proud of the fact that she was a founding member mm -hmm. and they um advertise that quite a bit they do um programs about her and uh, they've been very supportive of uh my efforts and mm -hmm. my organization preserving Pauli murray mm. and as well as uh the Pauli murray center for history and social justice in durham north carolina wow that's amazing well thank you so much miss rosita for coming on and sharing the story about your aunt sharing what you do we appreciate you and everything that you're doing and um yeah well i appreciate the invitation i um it's my new life goal to try to uplift the legacy that she never had as well as many other brown and black people uh, who have been left out of history or ignored or forgotten so uh, hopefully this will just put a little spark in someone's mind and uh, your listeners might join and become social war social justice warriors like i hope i am <laughs> again thanks for inviting me you're welcome. You can't go yet. We gotta give you social socials. We gotta give you social socials. Nah, nah, you can't go yet. You can't go yet. We we gotta 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 give you socials.
So, if you want to follow Life Tips Podcast on the internet, there are several ways you can do this. The first is on Facebook. The second is on Twitter. And the third is on Instagram. So on all three of these platforms, search at Life Tips Podcast. If you'd like to follow me, follow me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker and at Spoken Life Tips. And on Facebook at Spoken Life Tips. So that is basically where you can find the show on social media and where you can find me on social media. Twitter at auth underscore gen underscore person. That's at A-U-T-H underscore G-E-N underscore person. And that's about it. So, uh, Those are the social media accounts that you can follow the show on and follow me on. And so I look forward to connecting with you on the Internet. And uh, yeah.